welcome to the presence of the living God and to his word that never fails. Hallelujah. We're getting close to our period of fasting and we're getting ourselves ready On the basis of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23, we've been looking at the impact of fasting on the spirit man, the soul, and today we'll talk a little about the body. Everything that we said about the spirit and about the, the soul have some impact on the body. So we'll look at that one. Do me the honor of having your, your face mask on as very responsible citizens. Hallelujah. If someone doesn't have, reach out to that person. Amen. So I'm a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. Hallelujah. About a week or so ago, um, the resident pastor told me something about the house where he's staying. The salt content in the, in the, in the, in the soil had affected the building and I also suddenly saw that where I live it has begun so you will see I wouldn't want to use the word melting but the paint begins to go off and when you touch the blocks in there they begin to drop particles begin to, to come down something is wrong with that house that is where we live. And so he told me what was going to be done. Some scraping must be done. Some spraying should be done with some chemicals and then replastering. Thinking on the issue about the body this night, suddenly what he told me came to me. You, you are a spirit man and you live in a body. You have a soul that's going to help you manifest the fullness of the spirit in your life. But you live in the body. The state of the body will either help you or give you a state of retrogression. I remember one of the great bishops that I was privileged to work with made a statement one day when we invited him for a program in the church where we're pastoring. And he said something, he said, after you have fasted, and you are expecting the manifestation of the power of God that is brewed on your inside, where is the strength of the body 
to carry the anointing. And he advised me, he said, if you are going for a program and you need to fast for days, make sure you break your fast to get energy in the body, to carry the anointing that God has poured upon you. And I'll prove that one. If you like, prove it. You will get to a point in your fasting where praying becomes very difficult. You, if you are doing a, a very lengthy fast, you get to a point you cannot, you cannot, the energy to shout is no longer there. That's the kind of situation I met somebody in at this Achimota forest some years ago. I looked at him for a long time and I laughed. The man has gone beyond his level. Now everything about the prayer now is spirit to spirit. The body cannot bear. I thank God that the spirit of God is able to intercede on our behalf. And that was where the fellow had got into. He would groan and he would scream. And later I got to know he had been there for years, not months. One day I'll tell his story. I'd been looking for that man. I never knew he was the one I met. Say so he will be there until God speaks audibly to him. It's somewhere in the 90s. Mid-90s. And I had sent a message to him through the person who told me, they go and tell him God will not speak to him. He will be there and die there. All the things that God has been telling him in the word and in prayer, in prophecies, in greetings that people gave to him, he couldn't pick the word of God. Something was wrong. But here he was, groaning, no energy. When he tried to stand up, he couldn't. The body cannot be abused in the name of anointing. The body cannot. the 80s in Nigeria, a lot of our, our compatriots died because they were saving money to come and manifest themselves in Ghana. Semo, Vita, and Bread, they are of the same components. One went on fire, the other stayed in fire. Bread is wheat. Semovita is wheat. And that was what they were eating. Some of them, no milk at all. Semovita, bread. And somebody will just collapse and die, and they will now find a pile of money in his room. You can't abuse this body, you can't ignore it, and you cannot damage the body. And go free. It's very important for us to understand what this body is and why we have the body. I asked one of our sisters this morning, I asked her if she had ever seen a spirit before. And she said, No. Can you imagine that suddenly God opens your eyes and you are seeing spirits everywhere? 
your first reaction as a natural human being, your first reaction will be that of fear. Where are this one coming from? Where are they going? What is on their, on their, on their minds now? You just see somebody, it passes you by like that, and then, who is here? The other one will pass you by. And then someone will come and say, you can't see the person, so he's in front of you, and he's, he's, he's just teasing you. You can't see the person. Every spirit seeks for a body to produce what they have in mind. Every spirit. God is spirit, yes. When he wants to manifest, he uses human bodies. Satan is a spirit. He occupies people's bodies and trees and things, rivers and all manner of things to manifest himself. So the body is a very important part of our system. Now, so let's look at that scripture now. Okay. Now, they made a God of peace himself. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. Sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Preserved. Your spirit, your soul, and your body be preserved blameless. The blameless here does not necessarily mean that um, the body went to commit one sin somewhere and the spirit went to steal somebody's item somewhere. No. There should be no dent. It should be op operational and it's operating at full capacity. That's the prayer of the Lord for you and for me that our, our, even our bodies should be without dent. There should be no incapacitation. It should be full of life to produce. You need this body to produce. Need this body. And so it's very dangerous for you to be doing fasting beyond three days without water. You are destroying your body. You are destroying your body. Have you seen a dead body before? Hmm? Someone that you had known before. And the person passes on. And you go to see the body. And you discover that, that, there, are, that there are some, some depressions here and there in the body. I want you to have an idea of a very important thing that we're talking about this morning. God took his time to design this body. In chapter 2 of Genesis and verse 7, let's look at that. God took his time to design the body. This body that you are seeing, this body that some of us have vowed to destroy, I called Sister Marian to come and give me some medical information that I needed. 
this morning. And I'll bring it up to mention some things to you just in two minutes. This body you have, God formed you from the dust. From where? The dust. Of the ground. And now he breathed into your nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. But the body was required. For the spirit or the breath of God to have a place to glorify God. And God took his time to design us. Yesterday while we were having the, 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 the discussion on Daniel, I made a statement and I, I was speaking sincerely from my heart. I'm a very conservative Christian. Very what? I'm not modern at all. And I don't seek to be modern. Because several years ago, 1991, he told me, he said, I do not change. And he showed me what he means by that. And one of the things that he cannot become a psychedelic God. He does not change his mind. He doesn't change his program to suit any human being. But when men adjust to suit his line, they see something different. God is not subject to the changes of men. He's not. So when we say something is in vogue, it doesn't have any meaning to God. It's not in the Bible. That we are, we are now in, um, which world are we in now? Eh? Where? 20 what? No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, there's an expression people use these days. Eh? I'm not hearing you. Computer world. No. Global what? No. We passed Jet Age long ago. <laughs> now we are on supersonic. Yeah. Oh, this one that um, the vice president has been, uh, has been, yeah, Mr. Digital. Yeah, you see. <laughs> on our phones, we have the Bible, we have everything, but you see, the weight of the Bible on the phone is not the same as the one that is on his own conservative Christian. No matter how much you teach me on this, I will use this one, yes. But I want to feel my Bible. This is my Bible. Nobody say, when I'm reading my Bible, then somebody makes a call. And the call now comes through the pages of my Bible. Moving from Genesis even where I'll be reading like Thessalonians and then now shatter my program and I'll stop, stop, stop. I'll call you back. What is the meaning of that one? God is not that one. God is not going to say that because the word has got digital, so I'm also going. But the word can take advantage. Believers can take advantage of what the word has been able to, to acquire to enhance the work of the Lord. But it does not change the word and program of God. No. 
So your body will not change because there's a fashion called bleaching. Is it bleaching or breaching? Which one is that? It's L, eh? Uh-huh. God will not come to accept that one at any time. The wife of former president Obasanjo, is Obasanjo that died on the operating table? Yes. Died on the surgical table like that. Because when they finished doing the operation, whatever they wanted to do, they did it, and they wanted to, you know, stitch her back. You know, is that how the word you use? The body couldn't take the thread. Didn't they pray? They prayed. Why not? Whatsoever that man doeth shall do what? Shall prosper. Whatsoever that man doeth shall do what? Shall prosper. So if the man loves the Lord and loves his word and doesn't do anything, there's nowhere God will prosper that person. So all the lazy Christians who think that God will have to do it by, by because he said he would do it. No, you must have your land. In your land, I will give you double. Where your hand touches, I will bless it. If it doesn't touch anything, there's no blessing. So there is what to do. They could not put the body together. The skin had been destroyed. Destroyed. So what killed that woman? A choice to be modern with her body. So we are talking about this body that helps the spirit of God to have a place. We are talking about this body that can move you to where God wants you to be. We are talking about this body that can enable you to talk to somebody else and tell the person about Jesus. We are talking about this body that can help you stand hours in prayer, praying for the kingdom, praying for the brethren. It's this body. It is this same body. Now the worship was going on and we had to lift up our hands. It is this body. If the body is not there, is nothing. So that body should be kept blameless. Should be kept intact. Let me tell you something. You can never clean your body from the outside. You can never clean your body from the outside. Do you know what I mean? Now, just get the best of sponges, the best of soap, and the best of everything, good water, and then you, you bath, maybe you make it three times at a go. As soon as you are done, if I put my finger on a portion, a part of your body, and just, just scrub like this, death will come out. True or false? So did you bath? Are you clean? So the exterior things that will do to the body do not make the body what the body is supposed to be. That's one inspiration the Holy Ghost gave to me yesterday night. You, you, your body cannot be clean from the outside. You can only pour water, pour water on your body with some soap and feel good. 
but your body is still not clean. The body is best clean from the inside, not from the outside. That is where fasting comes in. If you have gone on a fast on water, you will see something. On the third day, by the time you get the third day, your body will be stinking. Your sweat carries some pungent. In fact, the second day to the third day, pungent odor. The smell is bad. The scent is just bad. It's coming from your body, from the inside. All the toxins that are piled up in your body now begin to find expression. So when you bath, you are, you, are, you are just decorating your body. In actual fact, you are deceiving the body. You are telling your body you are neat. But the body says it's not true. There are things within me that are making me feel uncomfortable. I'm not productive because of these things. Fasting has a way of purifying, detoxifying your body. When you get into that, that period when you are just on water, what may save you will be that you have had gone through the fast at different points. But on your own, you say you want to do water fast, you can try this week, <clears throat> just for three days. But after three days, if you have been using warm water to bath the body, you will discover that even when you sweat, there will be no sense. There is something extraordinary that happens to your body on the inside and shows expression on the outside. Listen to this one. The beauty and the glory of the body is determined by what is inside the body. Not what is outside the body. <laughs> you know, we use perfume, we use roll-on and all manner of things. If they are so enduring, why wouldn't they last for four days? Some, there are even some perfumes one you use on your body, one sweating. It worsens your case. Before you get to the person, the next person, it has announced to you that there's something wrong in your body. The glory and the beauty of the body is determined by the state of the things inside, not the things outside. It's not your dress. It is what is inside. So fasting does that job. It does a mopping up of debris. Then discharges them. I requested for a balloon and I want the green one to be filled with air, if you like. If you can. I hope you have power on the inside to do it. Glory to God. 
Now you stand here. Is this balloon not beautiful? So during weddings and celebrations like that, they do, I don't know how they do that one. They will be everywhere. They just fly in the air and then come back and all that. Very beautiful. But, but let, let there be a little, a little touch of a needle. What makes this balloon beautiful as you are looking at it now is the air that is inside. If you release that air, it's a flappy thing. Something that does not appeal even to the eye. Don't talk about the mind. Nothing beautiful about it. The beauty of your body is shown in fasting. I know many of you do a lot of fasting, so you, you attest to what I'm going to say. Most of the times, when you are in a fast, your skin color begins to change. There's a natural you know, toning that takes place. Your original color begins to show forth. All those things that have mixed up with your, your skin begin to disappear. And you look so fresh. It's wonderful. So fasting does not just help your spirit as we were effectively tutored on last Sunday. Not just your soul as the, we saw it lucidly explained on Thursday. No. Not just that one. What happens to your spirit man and what happens to your soul would have a reflection on this body. There is something good inside the house. There is a normal human being in that house who won't allow the crack to, to widen, but will suddenly go in, get somebody, they patch it up and, and paint again, and looks wonderful. There's somebody there. When you see a house with diverse cracks most of the time, the people in the house are either old people or very, very poor people. Or there may not be anybody at all. The decay of a house is as a result, most times, of absence of human beings. The presence of man in the house keeps the house intact. And when it develops any challenge, that man has enough sense to ensure that the correction is made. So the one living on your inside, when he is strengthened and sharpened, it has impact upon your body. Because he needs that body to manifest the glory of God. Fasting affects your body tremendously. Release the air. That's the end of beauty. Dead about to be buried so they have to use all manner of things to patch up so that you won't be too embarrassed even in death yes when the body collapses they put newspapers and other things into your mouth to keep give you a little bit of shape otherwise your face is something else people can't even look at you and you play with their body You won't drink water? I'm thirsty. Give me Coke. I'm thirsty. Give me Supriti. 
you pride you. I'm thirsty. Do you have a bottle of beer there? I'm not talking about drunkards only. I'm talking about Christians also. Who will look left, right, back, forward to see if anybody is watching. Forgetting there's someone watching from above. This is Guinness Stout. It is medicine. Okay, if it is medicine, why don't you use spoon? One in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening. <laughs> or even a cup, okay. Okay, one cup in the morning, one cup in the afternoon, one in the evening. <laughs> but it's medicine, one bottle goes. It's medicine, can I have one more? Oh, I feel so good on my inside. You are killing your body. <laughs> if not for anything, you are killing your body. A young man, any woman you see, carry go. You are killing your body. So when we are talking about fasting to, to, to organize the body, make the body strong and worthy for the, for the spirit to use and for the soul to enjoy, we must also talk about the things that run contrary and tend to collapse the body. Rob the body of its vital things. I read one book today by Lesa Samra. Spirit, soul, and body. In the night. And I saw something. And I said, hey. I couldn't pick that one to come and tell you here. Because there were some scientific things inside. I didn't take my time later to look at it. Very interesting. I just put the book look at it. I saw something about the body. And he was talking about people who sell certain things from their body. And he said, they don't even know the components of what they are giving out and how much it costs. I began to see the worth of this body. I will go back to it. I may just pick something there and send to our page. But in case you find the book yourself, let's summarize. Spirit, soul, and body. He does a very good job from the scientific point of view. Fantastic work over there for you to appreciate your body. Please take care of your body. One day in Nigeria, my bishop asked me to teach on, on we're talking on health and he said I should go and teach on bodily exercise and he knew I was not doing the exercise <laughs> and he gave it to me I said sir you know I can't teach so I said, go and teach confess your sin to the people <laughs> and then continue <laughs> continue we must pay much attention to this body and fasting helps us a great deal. But to fast alone without taking care of the body, you may not get what you are looking for. Your body will begin to sag. A lot of water. Warm water will help your body when you are fasting. 
take a lot of it. Preferably treated water. Especially when you are just living on water and you are not eating any food. A lot of it. Fasting gives you an effort taste of what the ethereal body is like. It gives you a foretaste. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Let me read and pick something from there. Your body is from the dust and can never be clean from the outside completely. Effective cleaning must be from the inside. And fasting plays a major role in that. So the, this, the occasion that we're going to have in September, everyone should be ready for it. Everyone. Let that mark the beginning of an effectual fasting life as a Christian. It's not just for your health. It's the totality of the man. For ministry, for marriage, whatever business you are into, you need this. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Present your body. The body has its own cravings. And because of the affinity between the body and the earth, most of the cravings are negative. They are against the spirit. And Apostle Paul says, present you, present your body as a living sacrifice. A sacrifice that is not dead. Your body goes upon the altar of the Holy Ghost and the fire of God burns the body. It takes away the things that are fighting against your progress. Greed. And all the rest of them that you are personally going to address as we keep on with the fast. Nobody knows you better than yourself. It's you and God alone. Nobody knows you. You are smiling to me and something is happening on your inside. Everybody says you're a good man, but you know you are not a good. You're a good person. You're a greedy man. You know it. But because you are, you, you are fast, you're a very smart fellow. So people don't see the greed. They are persuaded by the things that you say. But you know it yourself that you are a greedy person. You know that you cannot be trusted. You know you are a gossip. You know all those things. Now when you tell somebody to sit down, all you, what you meant was for the person to stand. You know it. The cravings of the self so place yourself upon the altar of the Holy Ghost and let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn you. When you go to Matthew 3, verse 10 and 11, 
Let me see if that's what I want. When the fire burns those things, you come out a better person. That is when you will know that you are bound to love people, not to hate. All those things are there. Your body craves for those things. Don't forgive. Don't let this one go. Show him that you are also a human being. That's one very dangerous suggestion of the enemy. That no matter your level of anointing and grace, you may fall victim to it. If you are not very conscious. That you take an entrenched position. This fellow, he just, he just doesn't know me. He has come to the end of the road. I'm going to deal with him. He will never forget. What exactly are you going to do if not to kill the person? And you don't kill people by just uh, taking, this, the, taking a knife and then you, you, know, you just slash the person to death. The things you say, the rejection, the way you look down on people, kills their spirit. All those things were not given to you by the Lord. They are found in Galatians chapter 5. The works of the flesh, they are of the body. You are responding to the cravings. But he said, you, okay, now he brought something out over there from Matthew. He said, the axe now is what? It's laid to the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Go on. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Next verse. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. When you present yourself as a living sacrifice, the chaff in you is burnt, and you are spared. You come out of the fire, brightened like gold. The gold that you are, This is it. So we are entering into a 21-day period where you practically place your body on the altar and say, Holy Ghost, fire, deal with the things that are not from God. Let every planting of the earth be uprooted and be burnt. Let weaknesses die for my body. Burning off things. Very important. Don't let it be that I'm not eating. <laughs> I am waiting on the Lord in a fast. Right? With the word. And with intensive prayer. I was working on something the night that I thought I could I would teach this morning. I just remember that we are not touched the, the, the body. I was talking about maximizing the gains of fasting. Along the line, I'll talk about that one. There must be tangible evidences or proofs 
of change in our spiritual life. Our relationships. Don't watch the things that will kill you. Kill them. In the course of the fast, you are going to kill certain things about your life. See, do yourself a little bit of honor and accept your shortcomings. Don't try to protect anything. Don't defend anything. Between you and God, see yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself in that mirror, am I straight? And the one in the mirror will tell you, you are not. And then you go on to say, even if I'm not, I'm not the only person now. There are many people like that too, including serious men of God like this. These hefty, hefty ones. When they blow tongues, all they are not straight. You know what you are doing? You are committing suicide. Present your bodies. living sacrifice unto the Lord. Present. I'm not going to do it for you. Your pastor won't do it for you. Your wife can't do it. And your husband cannot do it. Your friends cannot help you. You've got to do that one by yourself. Here am I, Lord, naked. I need all these things to be burnt out of my life. Let me get to the end of this journey. A changed person. One that has dominion over anger. The anger that comes and within some seconds it destroys your image completely. Because of things that you will say. And I talk from experience. The things that will come out of your mouth. The things that you will say, what you will do to people. Like I always say it, when it happens, the devil comes in to make you, he, he, he pours some fuel into it. And you get more and more offended, more and more angry. And your body begins to shake and you do what you want to do. When you finish doing what he said you should be doing, he jumps out and leaves you alone. And the whole world will be looking at you. And now you begin to regret. Why is it They heard you. They saw you. This is one thing that is destroying your image, your ministry, your marriage. There's nothing wrong with your spouse. Everything is wrong with you. So, kill it. Let the, that thing that is inside that body, that flesh, be burnt out by the Holy Ghost. And come out free of that. And rejoice before the Lord that you have overcome that thing. You have the power to stand against every such negative thing about your life. But because you have fed your body so much and your spirit is hungry, weakened, in the fast, your spirit man will, will get strength. Amen? And, and your, your body will go down. Your flesh will begin to go down because you are starving the French a little. And then you have the power to say no to these things and silence them once and for all because the glory ahead of you is bigger and higher. Than the one you are seeing now. And you can't afford to go the way you are going now. 
you must go and clear the way for speed and you are going to get very far the glory ahead of you is so great the work is enormous but it is opening you up to greater things in life so whatever price you have to pay pay that price and get to where you are going to Auntie Marian, I may not be able to call you today, but she told me about the three layers of the, of the, of the, of the, of the skin over there and where the vessels in the body are and where the muscles are and all those things are. Your blood vessels are all within the body, the body system. Everything is there. When you allow the Holy Ghost inside there, it will quicken everything. Make them stand strong and effective. And you will see a great change. Great relief. Relief. You will know. You will feel good in your body. And when you carry the Bible to study, you flow. You can now sit down and pray meaningful prayers. Not all those prayers that you have been praying, you know that you didn't pray anything. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Oh. If he hadn't come, where would I have been? Yes, it is true. So where are you now? If he hadn't come, where would you have been? So where are you now? He came, and where are you now? Are you, ready, are you really radiating the things where you are? All of us sitting here and me standing here and everyone who is called by the name of Jesus, everyone no matter the level of that person, there is still a room ahead for us to get into. So it's not for anybody. You are not fasting because you are a sinner. You are fasting because you want to break through certain forks of your life by the help of the Holy Ghost. You want to be more available to God. More available. Who shall we send? And then you say, I'm here. I'm here, Lord. With all of your heart. And then you step out to do what God wants you to do. It is when your body has come under the control of your spirit. What more will I say concerning the body? The glory of that balloon that we saw, the blown balloon, was the air that was inside. The glory of your life is inside you. It is not in the shop. The shop is there for everybody. But you are different. I had a team of lawyers in one station that I pastored some years ago. And by the leading of the Holy Ghost, I called them to a meeting. I said, look, I want you to be different. I told them, I said, they, they, sorry, if there's any lawyer here, just forgive me. 
the lawyers have their brains inside the bag they carry. With all respect. Amen. I'm not saying they are dollars, no. They have to cite some cases and all those things are inside the... And they are permitted to open the thing. And those books are in their shops. Everybody can buy. Every lawyer has access to those things. So what, what's the difference here? And I told him, I said, well, everybody can buy the books, but there's something that they cannot buy. And you have it. Wisdom. You have what? You have the wisdom of God on your inside to know how to present those materials that everybody has access to and make you distinguished. I said, your prayer in this our three-day meeting is just that one. And they came back with testimonies. Everybody may be your height, dark or fair as you are, the same academic work and everything, but there's something you carry that you don't have. Allow that thing that you carry to have room to operate in your life. Put that body down. You are a noble person. Don't let little money that has come your way disturb you. It is the body. If it's not brought under control, it will make you go mad because you got some 2,000. 2,000 Ghana cities. And then you go to a joint somewhere. How much is that um, the bush meat, the, the grilled one? How much is that one? It says it's, uh, it's, um, it's 20 CDs. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. And as they are bringing, you see somebody's own is chicken. Half. And add one half chicken to it. Oh, glory to God. God is very faithful. It is good to serve the Lord, though. If you serve, you won't lack anything. You go crazy. And then Bassey appears. Oh, Pastor Bassey, long time. How are you, sir? Please sit down. Uh, hello, come. Uh, what is that you want to take? And if I were Bassey, I would look and say, I want, <laughs> I want the whole goat. <laughs> now, because you have gotten to a point of showing off, your reasoning is suspended. You will finish it. It's all the body taking control of over your will. Remember, we said you have your, you are a spirit man. You have the spirit man in you. Or you have you have the soul. You have the body. Your will is there within the soul. The power of operation is in, at the soul level. Now, if your spirit man has control over your soul, you always do things that please God. And Jesus said. The one who sent me has not left me alone because I do always the things that please him. He has a control over the flesh. So control over the soul. Now if your flesh is able to get your soul, the flesh will drive the soul downwards to the earth. Everything vanity is what you begin to do. And when they talk to you about it, you justify it. Shamelessly justify what you know is wrong. Friends, we have all it takes to stand at the point of being extraordinary if this flesh can be brought under control. And this is the time for you to consciously do so and thereafter walk in that consciousness.
It's not bad to eat. No, I'm not saying don't eat. I'm not saying don't eat meat. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that don't enjoy a little bit of your life by going to places to go and eat. Mm. I was a very serious eat meat eater. eater. And that thing runs, you know, runs in the family. I, it came from my father to me and then came through me to somebody. <laughs> a very serious meat eater. I wouldn't have money, but any money that I got, I would go and eat meat. So there was a spot in Kumasi in the doom. They called the place La Paloma. So I took money from my sister and I went to that place and ordered my meat and then a small bottle of Guinness. And then my sister's friend came by, saw me, and went to our house. You know, there are some people who are Korea inclined. Greeted my son, asked, uh, Where is Yao? No, I've not seen him today. Oh. He came around the morning, then left, and that's why I've not seen him again. <laughs> then I saw him. Can that boy understand the enjoyment? You, you, that one is quite enjoyment. You don't have money. Somebody gave you money, and the next thing you are doing, you follow your stomach to a place. So when I got back home, my sister said, yeah, you, are, you don't need any food. You're okay. I said, why? I was told so and so and so. I said, I know the person who told you. That person has a good job that he, she's doing. But that was breakfast. So please, just manage and give me some dinner. So couldn't I have saved that money for a better thing? Who was I trying to show off to? I wanted to belong to a class. What class is that one? It's class F. Don't kill yourself. At the same time, eat. But don't kill. Don't mortgage your future with food. There will be a problem. In the course of your fast, the trees that the enemy planted will be uprooted. And you will be rejuvenated. Fresh strength will come into your body. Your concentration will be deepened. Just take your time to take every experience you have in the course of this fasting. Just, just put them down. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. And one glorious thing I want to take note of, which I believe that God will make us see, is a recreation of organs. What did I say? Recreation of organs. I've gone on a fast that took care of a tumor that was building up in my throat. I never told anybody about it. My wife doesn't know about it. My children don't know anything about it. It was building up. I went on a fast. By the time I was done with the four days, I only tasted something bitter running down my throat. And that was the end of that thing. 
But I've read about serious tumors in the life of people. Brain tumor and the rest of them vanishing in the course of dealing with the body and allowing your spirit man to rise. If the spirit of he that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you. The same person that raised Jesus from the dead by that spirit shall also quicken your mortal bodies. So wherever weakness is, I see that thing dying in the name of Jesus Christ. On this journey, every form of organ that is defective will come back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the body will not have access to any strength. Your spirit man will have fullness of access to go forth and get you free. Your freedom is going to be further entrenched in the name of Jesus Christ. You are highly favored. You are highly favored. You are highly favored. Great things are about happening to you. You have seen the hand of God, but you are going to experience a new move of God in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray the Lord himself will give us strength to go through this exercise and his name shall be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ. You are here this morning, you have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Are you watching me, you have not given your life to Jesus. It's very important for you to do so. That will be the beginning of a new life for you. There's no shame about it. That the process all of us went through to become children of God. Accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then everything changed. You can experience that same change. You can experience God's love. And you become an agent of love to bless others. If anyone is like that here, yeah, I'd like to pray with you this morning. Or anyone who is watching me, I want to pray with you. I want you to say after me, dear Lord, I thank you for Jesus Christ, your son. You sent him to this world to take care of my sin situation so that I will be a child of God. There are as many as believe in him. They will not perish, but they will have eternal life. Today, I declare boldly that I believe in Jesus, your son and my savior. And I ask him to come into my life and make me a new being. Thank you, Father, for accepting me. I'm a new creation. All the old things have passed away. I'm a child of God. I walk in dominion. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Glory to God.